I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Three, two, one. Wrinkles. Three, two, one. Why did you say wrinkles? Because I got wrinkles everywhere. Oh. Yeah. So that's just what happens sometimes when you're a man. And you, you're in a rush and you took off one T-shirt because you were sweaty and then you put on another one then just just, just, just because you needed a fresh one and then you realise that you've got lines all over your body. That's how hard it is I sometimes. I hate ironing. I really it's hate ironing. Worst. It's so shit. Have you, you seen the Japanese things that they have or the Chinese inventions? They're always ads on TikTok. They're going to be on everyone's TikTok now because of this because I've just mentioned it. But they're like a st- little handheld steamer. Yeah. You just hang up your clothes in a hanger and you just yeah, go... Yeah, I love a steamer. You don't even press it off and you just go... And it just goes... Oh, really? Yeah. I have a steamer from Aldi and uh, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah? It's very um, satisfying rice. to do. Mm. Oh, yeah. I just love like anything. I love anything. That, yeah, I love anything that's kind of like... Whether it's cutting grass... Like watching, cutting grass or mopping or... Oh, I love... I'll tell you fucking what. I love videos of people cleaning manky rugs. Oh yes! Have I've you seen, seen those? Them. They're like hypnotic. They do those them in like they, they have like a tr- like a bath almost like a shallow bath, so that all the water gets like kind of flooded out into like a drain. But it's like oh, and they're power washing and they're scrubbing and they're buffing mm. it, and then yep. more, and then you're going must be clean now, and then they go again, and you're like it's fucking manky. Yeah, <gasps> my friend owns a cleaning company like outdoor mm. cleaning, and he does all those like before and after power washing <sighs> videos. Oh, I'd watch yeah. them for hours. Me and my dad used to uh, do uh, carpet and upholstery cleaning. And there was nothing more satisfying. So here, this is one thing, right? My dad would always do half a cushion or a section of carpet and then show the person. Oh, And then go, it'll be even lighter in a minute when it dries up because it's wet. He shows them, look how fucking filthy you are. (laughs) But then he used to go, then he used to, as he was draining the machine then, because it's, it's shampooing, but then it's sucking it up as well. Like, you know what I mean? So it's spraying water and shampoo. Then you're sucking up all the dirt in the water. At the end, he'd empty the waste tank into a drain but he'd make them come out <laughs> and there's clumps of hair and there's oh, sh- and he was ew. there kind of going look at that clump. look at that you were living in that and they'd be like I'm never hiring this fucking bastard again <laughs> um, anyway too much fucking chat Mr. Technical Aficionado estás muy bien para estás muy guapa aquí trabajo ahora Hey everybody, what's the crack? You are listening to Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly unforeseen. Here's the score. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's coming up. Is there videos? Is there challenges? Is there songs? Is there freestyle raps? I don't know. I'll tell you who does know. That goal over there, That's Lorraine me. Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> My podcast producer and co-host, Lorraine Murphy. What's the crack? How I love, love, love the word goal. Goal is amazing. It's such a brilliant word. I love goal. Um, I love... Uh, do you know what I love Gant 
Ooh. I love the term Gant because it's so terrible. I love Gowl and Gant and I also love Funt up the hole. Funt is a great word. Funt up the hole is, yeah. as a phrase. Oh, is about as perfect a phrase as you can get. Like there's no fat on it. Like it's just this solid, robust vowel threat. It's like a pre- sometimes it's a prescription. Sometimes the people are like doctors and go, do you know what he needs now? A, a good, good font up the hole. And, and it's a, a good. A good <laughs> yeah, and just a font. A fucking good. Like there's no such good thing up the hole. as a bad font up the hole. No. No, that's a kick up the arse. And I think as well, up the hole. even if you didn't speak English, you'd understand what we mean. Y- you'd get it. Nobody would say like, oh, it's it's money put into your savings account. <laughs> it's not. It's like, yeah, if the money was a foot and your savings account is your hole, a good font up the hole. Not in the hole, not at the hole, mm-hmm. not against the hole. It's in. Up. Up, up, up the hole. The fucking, right yeah. up the fucking Funt hole. up the hole. I love Funt it. Funchy up the fucking hole. Too far, there. No, too far. You know they got they got to understand what it is. I punch up the fucking old. That's the way it's done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you were to if you were to list your top five Irish put downs or Irish swear words, yeah, I yeah, guess. yeah, an unmerciful cunt. Oh, great words. What unmerciful. a phrase! You're yeah. some unmerciful cunt. Oh, it's amazing. unmerciful. Is very good. Unmerciful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My sister Vicky used to always use it when she was threatening someone. I remember before there was teenagers that were making me dance. Like Michael Jackson, I've actually made him dance like Michael Jackson. In As if you didn't love that. I fucking love Michael of Jackson. You did. But the thing was, I think I used to. I think I did You'd it. You'd have been like, "Oh no, they're making me dance." <laughs> <laughs> I think I did it, and then they wanted me to do it more. I was done, and then they decided to force me to do oh, it. Okay. That's what it was. You were all out of Michael Jackson. Dances, I, was, I was all like, Jackson. The routine like, was, I was like, finished. Yeah. This, lads, there isn't a bubble here between us. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but they were making me do it and like threatening me. They were probably like 12 or 13 and I was like six. You know yeah. what I mean? And then my sister came down because I ran up, up home crying. And then my sister came down and she said, uh, she said, I'm going to give you such an unmerciful fucking wallop. No, what did she say? I'm going to give you such, oh, I'm going to give you such an unmerciful fucking thump into the head. I'm going to put you into the floor. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what does unmerciful mean? She goes, I oh, know. <laughs> Just so severe. She's thick, but she's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's one of your What's your favourite Irish Irishisms? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. A thundering cunt as well. Thundering is, is great. Thundering bollocks. Yeah, gobshite's a good. Is solid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your mouth full of fucking shite. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Gobshite. Gobshite. Yeah. I love Dahi O'Shea always says, uh, "Y'all, y'all you. I love that. Whore. Brown y'all fucking horio. I'll bitch up the street with a length of weapon pipe. Dahi O'Shea has actually threatened me more than anyone else has. I'm sure he was a teenager making me dance in Mayfield. Dahi O'Shea is one of my favourite people. I just I think... I fucking love Dahi O'Shea. He's amazing. Yeah. He's so, so he's good. He's a gent. One, he's a gent. Two, he knows the crack. Yeah. Like, he knows what his his perceived public persona is. Yeah. He plays into it and he's very good at it as well. But he knows, like, he's like, this is a fucking moneymaker. This is my, you know, everyone has a certain amount of a... An on-air personality, or a kind of you know, you know, when you flick the switch and you're yeah. like, okay, I'm on now, do you know? But he's, he's he is, he's a cute old whore. I used to work in a breakfast show up the country years ago, and uh, it was coming up to April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, let's like we have to do something now. So we got in touch with Dahi O'Shea, yeah. and it was the day before April Fool's Day, and we had gotten his number, and uh, we were told, look, give him a call. He may or may not answer because he was doing the TV show at the same time mm-hmm. or he was doing in rehearsals for it. So they're like, look, we can't guarantee he'll do anything for you, but uh, give him a call anyway. Yeah. So I got through to him and he was like, I'm literally going into rehearsals. What do you need? And he was like, I have two minutes to talk to you now. So I said, will you come on tomorrow and you're going to pretend that you're 
uh, you're starting a new role on Fair City. Oh, you told me this before, yeah. yeah. And he was like, I will, I will, I will, I will. He goes, give me time and uh, I'll make up some shit on you for you. <laughs> and that's literally the only conversation we had. Yeah. We knew we were ringing Dahi O'Shea at like 20 to 9 or something. We had no idea what he was going to say. All we were going to do pro. was go, Dahi, you've got news. You're going to be on TV in a different capacity. You're on Fair City. And he just took it from there. Yeah. He made up plot lines. He was going to be uh, Damien the painter's new lover. <laughs> and I think Damien was already married to a woman at the time. And he was going to come into Fair City as the new Irish teacher. So it was all making sense. And he was literally just like thinking yeah. about it. There was war. People were like, oh my God, like as if Fair City wasn't bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then other people were going, do you know what? It'd be it, could great. Be, it could be an yeah, awful yeah. lot worse than Dahi. Like, he was amazing. He I'd, was loved, just I'd love unreal. to make something with Dahi. Because I, I think if you got him, I think if you got, there's certain people that I think that if like, if you let them loose and if they feel like they've got a bit of like, they're not doing their job job show. Yeah. But if you did a show like where like you and Dahi go off to different, different towns in Ireland and then it's kind of like, sell us your town so like give us the best experience of Listole and then Listole has to try and come together and give us the greatest day and night out ever and it's almost like a kind of a competition travel show or whatever people like Dahi O'Shea would, like oh my god I would love that'd be a great show also side note how much crack would it be to go on a night out with Dahi O'Shea stop the fucking lights create the best Irish night out. Okay, so five people. You're one of the five. So four other people oh. get to go out with you on a night out. So it's me plus five. Plus, we say five people all together. So you and four others. I, I wouldn't invite myself. I, like, well, you're going out with these four other people, okay? I'd be like, this is much better crack than me. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, five. So they've got to be Irish personalities. Okay, I'm going to throw I'm gonna throw a curveball your way. Okay. I, I'm, I'm inviting one of the Jedward. Because Whoa, we've never seen one? them. Doesn't matter. Who gives a, Who knows what the fucking difference is? The one with the spiky blonde hair. I don't think they'll be as much crack on their own. They won't. But that's going to throw oh, them off. You're going, why, why would you do that to them? Well, you're making this very uncomfortable for I'm everyone. Not, I'm not shooting. I'm not putting one of them down. We're all going to be really sad seeing Jed or Word like, <laughs> <laughs> on his own. Um, I, I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Jed because just <laughs> saying word all night will make me look like I'm culturally word. appropriating people. I'm like, word. So, yeah, Jed. So I'm bringing Jed. Okay. Jed on his own. Okay. Jed. Barry Murphy. From Apri Match. Match. Okay. Yeah, absolute. Oh, just the best crack ever. Okay, I need to pick people that I don't actually wouldn't like I've, I've been out with Barry Murphy you know what I mean I've been yeah. at comedy clubs and as, uh, afterwards and stuff so I need to pick people outside of that uh, Dahi's definitely in there yeah so you've got three. Oh fuck oh there's only one more mm-hmm. oh fuck very male heavy as well um, I have I have an obvious one oh, do I I have two obvious ones uh, I'd say John McNally Oh yes. Yeah, I'd say Joanne McNally. Unreal. Just for just for kind of fucking, just to get the energy up. Just that to fucking is... be like, this is going to be fucking, this is going to be fucking good crack. That's a motley crew there now, actually. Yeah. That would be good. You Jed. see, you need someone as well. You need people as well that are going to challenge Jed. Yeah. That are going to be like, come on, fuck word. Fuck word. You've got us though. <laughs> so it's myself, Jed, <laughs> Dahi, Dahi. Barry Murphy. Yeah. Oh, Barry Murphy or Tommy? Oh, God. Oh, this is... Oh, fuck. Or Jason. Oh, God. Oh, that's going to get wild. This is like Sophie's choice. <laughs> I can't do it. I love them all. 
Oh, God. That would be unhinged. Yeah, Jason. Do you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm making a very fucking controversial decision here now. Mm-hmm. I love Tommy. Mm-hmm. Right? One of my heroes. I love Barry. Right? Absolute one of the godfathers of Irish comedy. Right? Unbelievable. And a gent. Both of them are. Jason. Fucking love hanging out with Jason. Me and Jason mm-hmm. do jujitsu backstage. <laughs> we're waiting to go on stage. We're like, wait, someone walked in before. <laughs> he was on top of me. We're like, yeah, all right. We're like, we're just doing some jits. Jits. <laughs> some jits, we call it. Oh. Yeah, because you know, you know. Yeah, me and Jason just doing some jits. Just doing some jits. You know what I mean? It's not anti-Semitic to cut out the Jew. Like, you know what I mean? This is a different Jew. It's a J-U-I. So, yeah, so we're doing some jits. And oh, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, two comedians. See, that's, that's three comedians then. I'm going to go for variety. So I'm going to leave Joanne. I'm going to leave Jed. I'm going to leave Dahi. What? Leave, no, oh, leave, leave oh, the sorry. men. Oh, oh, right. Okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm going to try and spread it out more. I think I'm going to try and go a little bit more outside of my comfort zone. Because I, I could pick five comedians and that would yeah. be an ideal night out for me. Yeah. I think I'm going to go for Kevin Barry. Oh, Okay. Yeah. He's one of my two favourite writers in the world. And I think I'm going to go for... It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up between Marty Morrissey and Blind Boy. <laughs> a sentence that's never been said. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Morrissey or Blind Boy. Now, how much do you have in common with Marty Morrissey? See, Blind Boy, no. And no, nothing whatsoever. <laughs> nothing whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, no, it's not Marty Morrissey. It's Tubbs or Blind Boy. Oh, yeah, it's Tubbardy or I'd Blind Boy. Right, Tubbardy would be a great crack. Yeah. My, see, my, my issue is my social anxiety will start kicking in now because I'll go, I know Blind Boy and Kevin Barry will be will be, will be be getting on like a house on fire because they've already had conversations. And then I'd be like, I, then I'll lose Kevin Barry to Blind Boy and then I'll have to be ripped. Do you know when I asked this question, I really didn't think it would be this long. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a throwaway. No, no there's nothing as no. Okay, fine, I'm, I'm locking it in. I'm locked, I'm fucking sweating. This is so stressful. This is meant to be something that's meant to calm me down. Jed. Yeah. John McNally. Okay. Tubbs. Mm-hmm. Dahi. Kevin Barry. No, with that you can only have four. Oh, for fuck's How many was that? Jed. Oh, my God. Tubbs. Dahi. Joanne. So that's your four. Oh, hang on. Joanne. You just kicked out Kevin. Jo- I think you're going to lose, Jed. I think you're losing Jed. I want that. He's the I, weak link in I all know, of this. I know, but I want that. I want that. Die. I want to drag him out of his comfort zone. Okay, Joanne Tubbs. <laughs> Joanne Tubbs. Dahi. Dahi. That is my four. Joanne Tubbs, Dahi and Jed. That's who I said. But you are Kevin Barry. Kevin, I'm sorry, Kev. I, I can't. Oh, I no. can't. <laughs> <laughs> or Blind Boy or any of the others I can't kick him up for Jed I'm sorry am I going to lose Jed you're gonna, I knew you were going to lose Jed but he was Jed. one of my first he, yeah. like, I was, he was my ride or die like looks like he's you kicked out one of the OGs okay Jed's gone okay it's, fucking it's, hell you are you're it's, cruel man it's Joanne it's Dahi it's Tuberty and Jesus what, what face <laughs> is that this is my Kevin Barrier Blind Boy face it looks like you are holding in a fart. B- uh, blind boy. Blind boy's coming in. Blind boy's coming in. 
I'm going to regret this immediately. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to regret it because it's just, I, can't, I can never do lists. If people are always like, what's your four favourite, five favourite movies, whatever. I end up there an hour and a half later going, oh, hang on a second, The Snapper or whatever. This is what I do. If I'm ever on a, a, a journey, <laughs> like a car journey with anyone, I am like literally as soon as I sit in, if you were to name five, like it's every, it's fucking, always games like this. Yeah. I make everyone. So I love, I love them, but now I feel like there's going to be repercussions. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm going to see like the top of blonde hair <laughs> at my bedroom window. I'm just going to hear, oh my God, I'm going to do a cartwheel on your face. <laughs> I think that's a solid I, night out I'm though. I'm just going to hear the rustling of a plastic bag and just hear, I heard you cut me for a word. <laughs> <laughs> You incongruent sniffle pitcher. <laughs> I would like to be uh, filming that night out because that's going to get fucking wild. Give me yours. Oh God, we're going to be another 20 minutes now. See, the thing is, my other, see, I, already I'm starting to break this down now because I'm starting to go, what, what if Tubbardy oh. and Dahi start oh, pairing off? Oh, I've got a good one. And they're like, what's your favourite type of teleprompter? Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good one. Chris O'Dowd. Oh, I, I don't know much. I don't know enough about Chris O'Dowd. You so. just know he's going to be good crack. He's going to be good crack. Yeah. He's going to be good crack. Yeah. Chris O'Dowd, um, Dahi's going to be in there because this is how this whole thing started. Dahi's straight up straight fucking like, in every yeah. fucking four lineup. Like, yeah, he wasn't. I didn't even fucking doubt Dahi for a second. I might put James Kavanagh in there. Okay, I think yeah. he'd be great for. Yeah, James. Is I think good crack. he'll adapt to any situation. He'll get on yeah. with everyone. I did a gig with James Kavanagh recently, like a round table discussion filming thing or whatever. Oh, yeah? And uh, yeah, he was fucking mighty crack. Yeah, he's yeah, lovely. Great he's crack. lovely. I think he'd be great fun. And I just want to see what he's going to wear on the night out because his, his a style. A fucking cape. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing fashion. Yeah. Uh, how many is that? That's, That's three. And Chris O'Dowd, Dahi, James Kavanagh. Um, no, I want to I wanna put Ashling B in there. But have I got two Hollywood there now because she's a pretty big deal now, isn't she? And Chris O'Dowd as well. They'll pair off. Yeah. They'll be like, what's your favourite like, What's your favorite LA haunt yeah. or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do yeah. you like Chateau, to get your... Chateau Mormont. Your, your matcha lattes and stuff. like. Um, but gonna, I really like Ashton B. Can I throw in a suggestion for you? Go on. Darren Conway. Darren Conway. From, you know, Darren and Joe, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Or... I don't know much about him. Okay. I'd say we could crack. Mm. Or... Uh, what about ooh, singers? See, I didn't even think of singers or musicians. Danny, Danny, fucking Danny O'Reilly's great crack on a night out. You, are you, can't, you, you I'm can't. I'm, I'm trying to help you. You can't sub in somebody I'm, I'm now to into your you. lineup, okay? But if I'm out with my four, I'm going to ring you and your four and be like, "Listen, oh my god, yeah." Oh, wait, wait, now Dahi's both of. Four. Do you think Dahi's going to choose you over me? <laughs> Fuck off! Come on. Don't, don't. And if I find out that he would, I'd be fucking devastated. Oh, I know who I'm bringing. Go on. Lucy Kennedy. <gasps> yes. Oh, you dirty bastard. What a lineup. Oh, my what God. What a lineup. Chris O'Dowd, Lucy Kennedy, Dahi, and James Kavanagh. What a lineup that it's going to be. Oh, and then, Lucy Kennedy. That's, yeah. You fucking. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> Lucy Kennedy, I feel like I like I feel like we could be the best of friends. Lucy Kennedy, yeah. I'll tell you right now, straight up, one of the best crack on a night out. Like yeah. radio awards, whenever we're there, I gravitate straight for Lucy. She's one of those people that so is the zero. exact same as she is on screen. What 100%. you see of her on TV is exactly what she is off camera, off mic, everything. Yeah. She is just a sweetheart, but also so lovely and such crack. So. So this will tie this all together. Okay. Well, it'll tie some of it together, right? So uh, 
I was hosting. Do you remember Form and Fusion? Oh my God. Whoa. Flashback to transition year. So uh, Form and Fusion was this secondary school competition where people where, where schools were challenged to make uh, outfits and costumes and co- almost like kind of like um, some of them almost like floats, but like mm-hmm. giant dresses and kind of all these mad costumes out of recycled material. Mm. And then they had like this kind of fashion show which was kind of a performance-based fashion show. And they'd all come out. This was like in like the INEC and it was in like massive places like that, Mill Street and stuff. And they'd come out and all the schools would be there and all that kind of stuff. And there's probably a thousand people there or 600 people there. And they come out and they do all their kind of, you know, their, this is, you know, and they have their teams and everything. This is about, you know, the ocean being, you know, covered in plastic. And someone would come out with like this humongous, like Hunger Games fucking style dress made out of fucking plastic bottles and whatever. It's great. So I was, I was asked to host a backstage kind of interview thing that they were going to use for promotional videos and stuff. So I was, in the, okay. I was only 17 at the time or 18. So I was doing these backstage and uh, Tommy Tiernan was one of the judges. Ray Darcy was the host. Um, How did you get this gig? Through my old school. Hmm. Yeah, someone put me forward for it and said, this guy this guy does stuff, whatever. He's starting to do stuff, whatever. This guy's very good at Michael Jackson dances. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't force him to do it. His, his sister will put you in the ground with an unmerciful thump. Uh, Tommy Tiernan was a judge. Somebody else was a judge. Uh, and Darcy was hosting it. So I was there and I was... So so Darcy doesn't trust me at all. Like to this day, doesn't trust me. Don't blame him. Because I pretended that I was blind and did an interview. So I told everyone, this is the... In- this is- I'm going to interview him. The- and Ross, the thing that's is, awful. Like, I was 17! I was 17! So I pretended I was blind and then he like he came up beside me and he was standing on the left-hand side and then I would like turn to the right-hand side with the mic and then as he talked, I would raise the microphone oh in front God. of his face. Oh, no. And <laughs> so anyway, so then after that, he wouldn't do any more interviews with me. He wouldn't, the next year, he wouldn't do anything, whatever. And then I met Tommy there and I interviewed Tommy and we had a bit of crack, whatever. And then I asked him afterwards, you know, I'd love to get into comedy. And he was like, right, just right. And I was like, okay. And then six months later, I met him in a comedy club and he was like, did you write? And I was like, oh yeah, I've got about like seven minutes or 10 minutes. I didn't. But I'm mm. like, you're not going to say, I didn't listen. I'm a procrastinator. Yeah. And he was like, cool. And he gave me my first spot that night. He was like, Jerry, can you book him in Galway in like three weeks? So then Wait, I, now your first ever stand-up gig was booked through Tommy Tiernan. Yeah. Yeah. He was booked. Shut the after, fuck after, up. After the gig, he went, so you have written material? I said, yeah, I have, yeah. How long do you have? About seven or 10 minutes or whatever, or eight minutes or whatever. And he went, called Jerry Mallon over and went, Jerry, can you book him in a couple of weeks in, in Galway? Jerry took out his book and booked me there and then. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's so cool. And my second gig was from Des Bishop. Most people are like, my I parents did a community hall because my dad <laughs> I know. was the caretaker. Yeah. Oh and, my God, and unreal. Then, and then we were waiting around to do stuff, whatever. And then Lucy Kennedy was there. I'm not sure why she was there. Maybe she was filming something for like The Den or Echo Island or what? what you know, what, one of those kind of, you know, TV shows or whatever. And uh, we're, I was chatting to her and she was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get, I'm, I just heard I'm going to possibly be doing this new thing with Podge and Raj. Oh yeah. With Podge. And she was like, it's not really, like it's only just kind of like nearly guaranteed or whatever, but we just got told about it and it was going to be starting soon but it's all a bit hush hush. So she was just about to start uh, the Podge and Raj show uh, at that time. And she is like the most down to earth, soundest, no fucking, like exactly as she is. Yeah. And this is the only person I can say this about exactly as she presents herself on mm-hmm. television yeah. is exactly as she is in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I say about Dahi, you know, there's a switch that goes on and they know the crack and they've got a shtick. Uh, he's not too far off. No, he's not too far off, but everyone's got a bit of a shtick. They've got a, you know, they've kind of go like a more amplified bang, version of 15% themselves. 15% like, extra. Yeah. Lucy is the exact same. Yeah, yeah. Like the she doesn't same. need to flick a switch though because... No. 
It's it's she it's is no- the switch. Yeah. <laughs> so there are two good nights out. Yeah. God. Do you think we could actually get them all together? That think- would be epic. They'd be looking at me going, "Who are you?" <laughs> but anyway, I'd still be having a great time. <laughs> like, hi lads, I'm Mark. Like, you a stunt double for Lucy Kennedy. All of this. <laughs> anyway, should we? Um, should we? Do a do, podcast. Do a bit of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's start. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last time around, you might remember we were we were talking a lot about self care, and it was more holistic methods yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, things like laughter yoga which um, you weren't really sold on so today mm-hmm. I'm going to focus on more practical ways that we can look after ourselves and okay. the first one we've touched on a little bit before in the past when we were looking at the Detroit urban survival training video oh yeah 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 self-defense so stuff. this is more scenario based ways to protect yourself you know if you're in times of trouble this mm-hmm. is a video from Troom 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 if you know you know this no. is a, a YouTube channel that is all about life hacks and kind of guides to life. So okay. this is Troom Troom's uh, guide. Troom, T-R-O-O-M. Yeah, Troom Troom. Millions and millions of views on these videos. Okay. So this is Troom Troom's self-defense. Okay. Visiting an art gallery was a great idea. But you might be in for an unpleasant... I mean, the creepiest jazz perv I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire jazz life. Jazz perv. Like, he's leaning on a jazz piano, he's giving it all this, and he's like, uh, 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 look at that, ass, uh, uh, in a beret and a leather brown jacket. encounter <laughs> even in this safe space. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's ever gone to their hat before, like, an assault or a mugging or a pickpocketing. I don't think he's ever gone... Now then, let's fuck it out. Meeting a sketchy person? I don't remember planning that for today. He's like the fucking fella from the soft mint side. Do you remember her? Mr. Soft. Oh, yeah. How come everything around you is so soft? Oh, my God, that's just unlocked a memory there. Wow. (laughs) But it's hard to explain something to a person like this. Uh, (laughs) Oh, hang on a second. (laughs) I've never seen somebody go. Kick to the ankle, he goes, whoa. Kick to the other ankle, whoa. There's a great trick that'll dis- <laughs> No mugger is that flexible that he drops to the splits. So describe what's just happened then. Okay, so the muggers walked up to her and he's went, oh, fuck it out. Oh, fuck it out. Some of you, push, fucking love. And then, skip the bap da And then she's went, she's she's tapped one of his feet out, then tapped the other one of his feet out. By with, kicking his ankle. With her feet. With the, yeah, but not even aggressively, just like, tip-a-tapper, <laughs> tip-a-tapper. And he's just went, <laughs> into a full splits. I mean, it, it, no. It wouldn't happen. Also, a very quiet art gallery, which are usually quite echoey as well. Yeah, and also a gallery that just looks like an empty shopping centre as well. <laughs> it's not exactly ideal attacking kind of venues. No, it's not. Because like, even if they don't even have to shout for help, they just have to go, help. Yeah, and, and then it'll like, echo. Able <laughs> any attacker. And she did a great job. It's very uncomfortable to chase your victim. Could she not have just kicked him in the mickey? <laughs> she could have, I like, guess. Instead of just go like, and by the way, like that's fucking some splits. Yeah, it's it's very straight. It's very isn't straight. It? Like they're yeah. out to the complete side. Like it's like yeah. dislocated hippie split. Them in this position. I love the way he's stuck as well. He's just like, well, no one ever showed me how to get back out of it. So I, <laughs> I assume I'll just sit here and just jazz perv. <laughs> 
I mean, it's ideal for upskirting anyway, so he'd be delighted, wouldn't he? Like, oh, fuck it out, would it? Fuck it out. But he can try it if he wants to. The villain is back on track and ready for new adventures. That sound. I fucking love that sound. What sound? That. Oh, it's kind of like, uh, like brass or trumpets or something, is it? She doesn't know where it's from. What is it from? She doesn't know where it's from. No. Metal Gear Solid video game. <laughs> Kojima. Not a clue. Whenever one of the bad guys would see uh, Snake Pliskin. Snake! Uh, they, there would be a little, in the old game, there would be a little um, uh, exclamation mark above their head. Like, <gasps> like oh what my God. What was this on? What, what, what console? Uh, all console. Well, PlayStation's the one I played it on. Oh, okay. And uh, it would uh, go, Fing! That, that noise, that attention noise always is uh, Metal Gear Solid. Snake! Every time the main character would die, anytime you die, one of his comms guys, you know, like the guys that's talking in his ear, that's like, you need to go down there to the south and go down this corridor. He'd always go, Snake! Every single time. I died a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes another victim. Hmm, what's this? A mating dance? Okay, so he has now approached a woman who looks like she's hanging out in a steel tech shed. Or uh, a shipping container. Or a shipping container, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a shipping container. She's sitting on one of those kind of block couch things that you'd find in, in uh, gastropubs and stuff. And now he's standing over her, like, in a very Michael Jackson-esque way. And, uh... You'd know. Hey, let's be friends. So he's squatting. But this guy is not her type. She's going to have to turn down this aggressive admirer. Okay, he's put his hands on her now, so now it's after going from a chat up to a full-on assault. Escalated. Yeah, it, ha it did escalate, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they're in a shopping centre, so there's probably escalation. Uh, so he's, he's got her by the wrists now and he's trying to pull her over to him. Uh, this isn't the first time she's had to... She's pushed him away. ...explain to a guy that she is not interested. Now, it, now, now the whole scene looks like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's, it's side on. He's on the left, she's on the right. It's like round one fight. He throws a roundhouse kick to her arm. She grabs it. She kicks his leg out. He's on the hit. ground. I think you'll need to see a doctor. He's going to have trouble with his back or something. Who writes these scripts? <laughs> He's going to have trouble with his back or something. Like something. <laughs> like what? His broadband? Like what the fuck? What's something like? Or how about he's just, he's injured. <laughs> Now, that was a proper technique, by the way. Like, she caught his leg and she swept the other leg. Yeah. Very, uh, very karate kid. Mm. Sweep the leg, kid. Um, and, He's going to uh, have trouble with his back or something. He, or something. Yeah. I, I mean, who knows? He's the SB Bills. Who knows? An empty parking lot is not the safest place. Keep an eye out. Criminals can be... I mean, who stands in a parking lot and either locks or unlocks their car and then do, let's do a 180 and read my text in the darkness. Like, she's only asking. No, I'm not saying she's bringing it on herself, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying, who stands around in a fucking empty bar car park in the middle? Especially when there's a fella one foot away from you and it's the same jazz perv you've just fucking beaten up twice. But he's been hiding behind uh, a pillar. Yeah, but he's a jazz perv. Because you're always going to hear something from him. Do you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> do -do 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 -do. Yeah, it's going to be like, skiddly bop bop. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's the jazz perv. Skiddly bop a dub. Skiddly bop. Okay, okay, hang on a second. Before yet, lest ye judge, how would you put across to somebody who doesn't have the benefit of language the term jazz perv? Not just jazz, jazz perv. To a non language person. 
don't know what that is. <laughs> you need to convey there's a jazz I perv over there. I don't think I would there. have done that though. Well, what would you have I done? I don't know. Well, let, I don't before know. you judge, you must. You can't just judge and then not have an alternative. I would have gone for it. Get a little bump with that. Why you keep making that sound? He grabs you from behind and tells you to give him all your valuables. You can't. I mean, he's very theatrical, isn't he? He is. He's like, and he leans <laughs> in. He's like, give me your money. <laughs> It's kind of like he's playing charades, but also while committing the crime. He reminds me of the bad guy from Lazy Town. Do you remember Lazy Town? No. The kids' TV show. It, it promoted fitness. And all the characters were weird looking fucking puppets and stuff. And then there was this bad guy who was very Jim Carrey-esque. Very Jim Carrey-esque. And he's got this kind of very theatrical, I'm, I'm here, and the leg mm. sprawls and the jazz and all that Put your head stuff. in dangerous situations. Break out and go wild. Turn around and try to scratch your attacker's face. Or if that fails, take off his beret, bite it and shake it around like a dog. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you can rip off his hat and pretend to be crazy. That'll throw him off his rhythm. Or at least distract him for a while. She looks so nice, but she stole the hat. So they're saying just just look mental. Yeah. And it'll distract them. Like, it'll throw him off for a second. He'll be like, oh, Jesus. Why did I go near this situation? <laughs> what am I person. going to tell my mom? Oh, this town is too dangerous. Getting captured by a criminal is the worst thing that could possibly happen. Where am I? How do I get out of here? I can't. So she's handcuffed to a rad and uh, there's loads of things around that shouldn't be around. Loads of things that can smash a rad, like a fire extinguisher and like an industrial leaf blowing fucking shredding machine or something. So it looks like she's going to find it quite easy to get out of this because there's loads of stuff there that can smash a rad. Mm -hmm. Like if I, if I was next to a rad, you'd expect there to be nothing around you that would be used as a potential tool. So looking at this scenario, okay, so she's she's sitting on the ground, handcuffed to the rad. There is a couple of things around her. If you were in her situation... What, yeah. what, what's your move? I mean, first of all, I wouldn't find myself in that situation. I mean, if the guy tried to accost me and get me into the back of the van or get me to the rad, I mean, I would do what any normal person would do. I'd take off his hat and <laughs> scratch his face <laughs> and, and then like, look crazy. You know, I'm not stupid, like, you know. Um, I would pick up the fire extinguisher with my foot. I'd drag it towards yeah. myself. And then I would start smashing the rad, pull it off the wall get the water to start spraying everywhere, then smash open the window and start shouting down, help, and then until I get out. Very clever. Yeah. Can't yeah. get my hands free. Dealing with the cuffs took all my energy. There he is. Dark clothes, mask on his face. He looks scary. Keep your mouth shut. He dropped the gun. He is so clumsy. It's a good excuse to get away, especially as it turns out she just slipped her hand out of the handcuff she said she'd been trying to get out of forever. She used all her energy. All her energy. Attempted and then all she out. had to do was stick her thumb in and just go slippity-boo. Yeah. Maybe using all your energy actually just like shrinks your hand or something. She could have swelled her hand because she could have been so stressed with all the energy she's expending. This is... In what situation would you find yourself handcuffed to a rad that you can get out of the handcuffs, surrounded by a plethora of weapons, and then the guy comes over for no reason and goes... <laughs> and then drops a gun next to you and walks away. And he's got very good taste in footwear, actually. Cons. Red cons. Nice red cons, yeah. yeah. Oh, More like red X cons. Oh, 
tight at all. She's not going to hurt him. Just give him his gun back. And while he is amazed by how kind his victim is, she runs away. He should have prepared better. Hang on a second. She t she got his gun off him. He yep. came back. She handed him back the gun and then ran away in front of him with no gun. With no gun. She gave back the gun because he's going to be so amazed that... And looking up while she runs past his legs that he's like, oh my God, that's my gun. Yeah. Yeah. That's are these people thick? <laughs> like, is is this... Who are the... Who are Troom Troom? Troom Troom are... Is a YouTube channel. I tell you what, a good font up the hole is what they need. <laughs> for the crime of the century. And no more buying weapons at a toy store. He's going to... Oh, fucking hell. I don't, I don't have the patience for them now. I don't have the... I've seen enough stupid YouTube videos because I've got kids that watch stupid YouTube videos and that is probably the stupidest YouTube video I've I can ever never seen. understand Troom Troom. It gets millions and millions more of this. views. Oh, they've hundreds of these. Oh life hacks and then they're really detailed ones like it can be life hacks for your kitchen, life hacks for being in the car, the life hacks on holidays. The voice yeah, wrecks my head. The music wrecks my head. Pretty much all of them. Fucking hell. <laughs> Do you know that they've figured out like algorithms and stuff that they, they know the types of things. There's ones they make for kids and they've got like all different sound effects and all these different dollar sounds like ching and all that kind of stuff and apparently they get boosted up the algorithm by what's in the video oh. and it's all buzzwords and buzz sounds and all this stuff and oh, bright no colours yeah, and the, the, the font that they use and YouTube sees this and just goes yes up, 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 up. so we should start doing that randomly throwing in like dollar sounds and stuff and yeah absolutely this podcast yeah, yeah can you happen. not decide to take on your <laughs> night out then why not just kick Jed on the left foot and the right foot and then when he does the splits jump over him hit him back his gun and then tell Daddy to run for it <laughs> let's move on sometimes public broadcasters or you know the government have to uh, step in and give us actual warnings I've got a PSA for you right now a public service announcement mm -hmm. this one is from Finland Okay. so again we'll have subtitles we need you to uh, read the subtitles okay. for people that are listening oh, read. I didn't get the there's not read. that many there's not that many subtitles okay. I want to see how long it takes you to figure out what this is for oh, okay okay couple at a restaurant eating dinner I had a text while I was my bearer's killing do you mind if I fart he says <laughs> she didn't give him an answer but he's bearing down and he farts he's delighted with himself it, she's in the car now talking to someone else it was just like something hey can I fart in your car oh this woman now is also asking because she fart in someone else's car <laughs> of course you can I always fart too <laughs> boom that was a dry one. That was a nice, safe, dry oh, one. Ew. That was like a... Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, if you get a... If, <laughs> if, if, if you think of it this way, right? If if you fart and it feels like it's just... If if, if the fart was done... If, if, if your arse had a mouth and if the fart sounds like it was just done with your lips, it's nice and dry. But if you do a fart and it starts to have a bit of tongue in it... <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, if it's... All the visuals. If it's... There's a see, your arse is like your mouth. Stuff's going to start spraying because it's it's looser. So your arse does essentially have an invisible tongue in it, <laughs> and you need to treat it that way. You, you know, and you know what I mean. And then sometimes you'll go, oh, I need to push, and you go, oh, and that's when you need to really be careful because that's just. God love Joanne and all the <laughs> others that are going out in that night out with you. Joanne, oh my God. 
Dahi, Tubbs, Tubbs will fucking love this. Tubbs will be like, no one talks to me about shitting. <laughs> <laughs> they all think I'm into stuff like fucking JFK or whatever. He'd be like, all I, I want to talk about. I just wanted to talk about shitting. I wanted to write a kid's book about shitting. <laughs> Thank God you didn't invite Kevin Barry. He just goes on about fucking literature and everything. I'm like, I want to talk about shitterature. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <sighs> Another guy farting outside. <laughs> yes, it's time to go back to work. Just a second. So they're on a coffee break on a balcony. I'm in work and the guy just farts and says, I got to go back in. And the next guy <laughs> drops a little fart. Now there's a box of cigarettes. The box of fags farted. The lid came off. What is that a PSA for? I would say it's about not holding in farts. <laughs> because the gas will travel up to your brain and you'll die of CO2 emissions. You do know the box of cigarettes was right there. It's an anti-smoking ad. Huh? <laughs> What's that got to do with farting? Think of all the situations. They're comparing farting. Oh, they're saying like, if you're smoking in someone's car, it's rude if you don't yeah. ask. Oh, I always ask you <laughs> to smoke. <laughs> I take things way too literally. <laughs> or shitterly. Uh, oh, so it's just what? Always ask people for permission to smoke. No, go back and see what it says at the very end. It's written in fucking Dutch. No, look at the bottom. <laughs> Oh, there was a, sorry. There was a there was a play button over it. That's why. Quit a bad habit on time. I think somebody read the brief wrong, and they made a farting ad. And then they were like, <laughs> "It's for smoking." And they were like, "Can you draw a white box of fags really?" Can quick? we make the box fart? Jurgen. <laughs> <laughs> Last video for you. Yeah. Sometimes you know, in social situations, mm-hmm. we are around drugs. Yeah, you know the the local drug dealer might be around trying to push trying to push the drugs on you. Yeah, nothing and, worse. And I'm always like, can I fart? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you don't know how to say no because you're afraid that all your peers will be laughing at you, but you want to say no. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, this Australian high school has provided yeah. us with a handy guide. No. 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 no, this is how to say no to drugs. How to say hi. This is Don't a, just just let them do it. Sign, just let them do it. Sign so this is multiple drive. different scenarios that you might find yourself in social situations mm-hmm. where somebody's trying to push drugs on you, but you don't want them. I've never had someone push drugs on me. Never. And not even push them. They might just ask you, do you them. want them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, two young lads playing pool, teenagers. Don't look like they've ever done a drug in their life. <laughs> a drug. Oh, and this fella now is a right fucking druggie. <laughs> ah, look at him, the big fucking head in him. Huh? Is this the drug fella? This is the drug fella. This is now. the dealer? Yeah. Jesus well, Christ. I don't know, even know if he's a dealer. Ah, but listen, he's... that fella's only handed out fucking milky bears. Not <laughs> fucking drugs. Hey, how are you boys? Pretty good. What you up to? Just playing a bit of pool. Hey, do you want to try something? It's like fucking Breaking Bad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Heisen nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, mate, I'll have a go. 
Nah, mate. I've got enough troubles in my life. I don't add drugs to it. I've got enough troubles in my life. I can't even pot the fucking stripe. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, man. You don't have to fucking open up that much. Like, oh, no, I have enough to be crying about. I need to be trying that muck. <laughs> Why don't you just tell them something easy? Like, I've got no nostrils. <laughs> These are actually only for cosmetic purposes. They only go up an inch. I've got enough troubles I've in my life. I've got enough troubles as it is. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. Oh, I've and got he's enough. About 12. Fucking between fucking women and fucking kangaroos. I ain't fucking no time for this <laughs> and shit. And appearing on his tenders. <laughs> By the way, do you mind if I fuck off? <laughs> I was only joking anyway. <laughs> Good joke, isn't it? I bought a bag of cork for a gag. Jeez, he'll never get caught by the guards anyway. It's, I was only it's like he moonwalked out of that situation. He's like, I was only joking. That's what fucking jazz perv should have done. <laughs> he was like, I was only grabbing you for a joke. Scenario. Okay, scenario two. Same fella, he's got enough fucking troubles in his life. Here, fucking in comes walking one of them, right? <laughs> fucking, hey babe, his girlfriend, I yeah. think. Can't wait for the party tonight. They're sitting in what can only be described as a fucking youth centre. Isn't it? It's like a community youth centre with the weirdest couch and blinds. And like, they've got like commercial fire stuff on the wall as well. Look, they've got like a fire blanket. <laughs> the background is like, they've only filmed this in their local youth group. I'm a bit tired, I might not go out after the party. So at the party have some pills. It'll give you a buzz. It'll make you feel better. Well, I'm good enough for that shit. Come on, baby. That lad was fucking delighted that he was allowed to say shit. He didn't even <laughs> say the rest of the sentence. He just went, no, 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 shit. And <laughs> <laughs> a big smile on his face when he said it. I love it. No, I'm going and I'm going to have fun without sweating, spewing, Stressing out after it, I don't need that. I think he needs a couple of fucking yokes, that lad. I feel like he's taking something. <laughs> I think he needs a couple of yokes to loosen up. He's very fucking rigid. Sweating. What do you say? Spewing. 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 Fucking not. I just fucking take like, here, have a line of coke, man. Fucking sorry, just like fuck It's not worth it, babe. Yeah, whatever. I probably have to look after you, so don't worry about it. Wow, he's so fucking cool. Like, he just told her what for. Like, she was like, oh, most guys would be like, hey, this fucking, this fucking, this this chick is going to leave me if I don't do what she says I should do. These... And then he was like, no, nah, I'm going to have a good time with that. But he started off going, oh, I'm a bit tired, I don't think I'll go. And now he's going, but he's going to have a good time he's without drugs. F- yeah, because you know what? Now he's after realising how good his life is dry, like. Do you know what I mean? He's going, I'm going to live my life to the, to, to the max. <laughs> These conversations remind me of the Irish tape test. You know, they'd get to the point really quickly... Yeah. And it was Quid, over before, uh, you, before you knew it. Quid the cocaine and stocks the polka. <laughs> See, die, I can speak Irish. We can have a night out. Mark. 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 Is he saying fuck or Mark? <laughs> Mark. Oh, I thought he was going fuck. Maybe fuck. he started off saying fuck. No, he know, because he's got no smile on his face and he was so happy for shit. <laughs> yes. I'd say he'd be like, fuck. So Mark is lying face down with what with with, with uh, uh, he, he's 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 he must be uh, OD'd or unconscious or something. What's more concerning is the fact that nobody told him he shouldn't wear white socks with an all black outfit. Yeah, and his hood yeah. is up as well. And his hood is up. Yeah, 
Uh, this is also the same place where they were playing pool, by the way. Yeah, it's just pro- around the corner. And probably around the corner from the fire blankets. So I think this is all <laughs> safe to say shot in the same room. I love the way he picked up his can as well. <laughs> he was like, do you know what now? I'm concerned about my friend, but nobody wants seven up spilled on a carpet. Okay, for, for a party with drugs... There is the most juvenile assortment of things on the table. They were like, do you know what? Let's have some cheese puffs. Let's have some soft drinks. Let's have a, some my wadi and a big fat bag of coke. But you see, they might have <laughs> they might have the munchies. Yeah, but where's the... Like, they're not even partying. There's no, like, dancing. There's no red cups like what you see at a... They're all sitting with their jackets they're on. They're all sitting with their jackets on and they're just kind of like, what's your favourite rule to not break? <laughs> like, I don't do drugs. But I want to give all of them drugs just to see what would happen. Yeah, so I'm doing a lot of drugs earlier today. What are we gonna do? Oh shit. I'll go check if his mum's home. Why are they all so chipper about it? Mark's passed out on the floor, he did a lot of drugs. I'm gonna check his mum's home. <laughs> I'll put him in the recovery position. I put him in the cummy position. <laughs> Recovery position. Why can none of these people say a sentence without tripping over because their own words? Because they're so panicked because Mark is after ODing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope one of them doesn't ring fucking emergency service. Like, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'll call triple zero again in the ambulance. What's triple zero? I guess it's like nine. Is that their 999? I guess so. Lucky these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely after all the joints anyway because they're like, guess what these guys are doing. The two boys are absolutely not bothered not by not the bother fact that whatsoever. Mark is OD. Cool as a fucking breeze. Sure, listen, they're, they're seeing fellas fucking drop dead every day in front of them. If you're seeing someone's overdose, put them in the recovery position and call triple zero. Put them in the recovery position. They never showed you what the recovery position is. No, they don't. No. But this is all about your uh, comebacks uh, to drugs. Where was the comeback there? I guess, it's just like... <laughs> I guess it was just the fact you don't want to OD. Maybe, maybe the maybe, maybe the last one is sometimes the person doesn't come back. Oh wow! You surprised yourself with that one, didn't you? <laughs> wow! Is that it? No. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> in terms of continuity, like they really, they really. There's a, there's, a, <laughs> there's a phrase in television and movies called jumping the shark. Have you ever heard of it? No. Uh, do you remember the do you remember the sitcom Happy Days? Yeah. Yeah. The Fonz, Richie Cunningham, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi was in it. He wasn't Mr. Miyagi, like, but he was like the guy that ran Al's. <laughs> okay. He was in. I don't remember him. Uh, so they they'd done loads of episodes and they'd run out of things to to do, and they they started to get a little bit highfalutin, like Mark from Mark and Mindy debuted in an episode of Happy Days. Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. So like that, that character was created for Happy Days oh. and then got its own show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they like an alien landed. Like they ran out of things to do. But there was an episode when they realised that they had done fucking everything and they had nothing left. They were getting too desperate. And it was an episode where Arthur Fonzarelli, the Fonz, Henry Winkler, mm-hmm. jumped a shark in his motorbike. <laughs> And that was the episode that everyone was like, okay, too far. Like, you've just fucking lost all fucking rhyme and reason. Right. And to this day, if a TV show has, has been to- said to, you've jumped the shark, it mm-hmm. means you fucking, like, like lost. Like, lost went all over the fucking yeah, shop. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
And do you know why Lost went all over the shop? Because they were trying to be clever and they put an Easter egg into season one, which was somebody was reading a book. I think it was Tolstoy or something like that. And the book that they were reading was about purgatory. One of the characters was reading a book about purgatory. Mm. And somebody spotted it and fans went, they're in purgatory. And then the creators of Lost were like, no, they're not. <laughs> and then they had to go all around the houses, oh, no. time travel and all this other fucking stupid shit to try and distract people. And then at the end, they were like, yeah, they're all in purgatory. I read the other day that the, the creators of Lost wanted it season to end four. at season four. Yeah, I read that today as well. Mm. I saw an article today and it reminded me of that. But uh, yeah, they jumped the shark. So whenever a TV show, whenever they said they've jumped the shark, it means they've run out of ideas and they've gone ridiculous. What's making you think this is jumping the shark? Oh, possibly because someone's going to jump over a cow. <laughs> <laughs> there's a person in a field with two cows and there's somebody else walking towards them. One of them is dressed like a farmer and the other one's dressed like, I assume, a fucking drag pusher. How are you going? <laughs> How are you, mate? Nice cows. Thanks, mate. Do you want some um, weed? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't go straight in with just, hey, do you want some weed? He was like, a small talk. Compliment the cows. I like the cows. Thanks. Boom, straight in. Would you want some weed? No, mate. If something goes wrong, who look? Then my cows. <laughs> you cows can have some as well. No, mate, they're on a different kind of weed. Fine. Yeah. Wow. I love the look straight to camera as well. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Like, of, of comebacks? No, it would be dangerous and something could happen to my cows. Your cows can have weed too. No, they've got their own weed. Boom. Drug dealers like, I'm out of here. This guy's way too clued in. Yeah, look, I get that done. Yeah, I'll just give him a couple more days. G'day, boys. How are you? Pretty good, good. Yeah. I get nervous talking to girls. Do you want a bit of confidence? No way. Well, how about you? No, thanks. I might need my little friend downstairs for later. No, thanks. I don't want to end up like you. What? Fucking hell. This guy's aggressive, isn't he? No, thanks. I might end up like you, you fucking scumbag. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I think you've... <laughs> Volume is one thing. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's my favourite one because he's making everyone else corpse. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's like a blooper reel in the office. I love that one. I'm starting to like all these kids. Yeah. I'm starting to like them. They're, they're growing on me. Mm. Do you know? Like cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> young fella in a car dealership or some car park and he's looking at a nice car. Like he's definitely 12. Definitely 12. Yeah, yeah. He's not old enough to wash the fucking thing. Do you want to try some awesome stuff? Want to give it a go? Do you want to try... He didn't even say to him, I like your cows or your cars. He just walked straight up to the guy out of nowhere, didn't introduce himself, didn't say, hey, what are you doing in a car dealership or what I'm doing in a car dealership. It's just two fucking 12-year-olds. One walks up to the other and goes, hey, do you want to try some awesome stuff? Nah, I don't want drugs, mate. I want a new car, mate. Okay. Sing. Zing. <laughs> what a comeback. I don't want drugs. I want a new car, mate. Wow. No to drugs will save you money, time and problems down the track. Set a good example for your friends and your family and live the life you want. Like Rodney here, who realises that drugs... Can... Who realises that you can buy a car with your fucking confirmation money? And an adult will give you the keys and not ask any questions. They won't ask for 
a driver's license, <laughs> uh, fucking a utility bill, a passport. Like they photocopied my passport when I got a new car. They asked for loads of different things. Uh, are you are you tall enough to reach the fucking things? Can you drive the car? Would you like to test drive it? Give us some fucking money. Instead, your man just went, I don't want some awesome stuff. And a fellow went, here's your car. Fuck it out. His legs do not reach the metal. Not a chance. Not a chance. In the way of his future and in the way of his dream Go on, car. start it. Fucking start it. Jesus Christ. Could they not have just used that voiceover and that could have been the whole thing? <laughs> don't take drugs. They're bad. And instead we had to watch a fucking anthology of shit. <laughs> Mara loves the stories. Anthology of shit. That's what Brian Tuberty wants to call the lady. Show me to put over. <laughs> drugs are bad. We don't drugs recommend them. Don't do drugs. Don't do them. Don't do them at all. Be cool. Yeah, because you could buy a car when you're 12. You could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what will your cows do? Watch your fucking cows. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. What have we learned? I mean, that one. Two. Who's got the best night out is what I want to know. Oh, yeah. Who wants who want to go on whose night out? Would you do a trade one for one? No. Is there you, anyone? Is there anyone? You, you no. made your bed. No, I'm happy with mine. I'm saying, would you? No. Would you like to trade any of mine? No, thank would you. You like Joanne over on your side? I do love Joanne. No, I'm I'm not giving her away. I'm keeping her. But I'm saying, would you? Would you kind of go? Oh, I'd swap a James for a Joanne, or I'd swap a Lucy Kennedy for Joanne. No, no, yeah. no, no. See, I love Joanne, but I'm I'm happy with my night out. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm you're not, not. I'm not. No, I'm not going to say I'm going to swap anyone out because I'm very happy with all of them. All of you are my favourites. <laughs> All right, uh, comment who you think uh, would have the best night. Which which night out would you go on? Uh, leave us an old comment uh, on the socials or on uh, any of the uh, any of the places. Send us an email. Send us whatever you want to do. Blah blah yeah. blah. Social media, all that kind of jazz. If you want to email us, it's at it's unforeseenpod at gmail dot com. Uh, send us any comments, any suggestions for things you want us to do, any of that, all that kind of jazz. Compliments, death threats, the whole shebang. All of our <laughs> socials are at Unforeseen Pod. That's mm-hmm. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Bebo. Bebo, the whole shebang. Yeah, uh, my, ba- my Facebook. Um, the, the, my Facebook. My Facebook. My Facebook. My Facebook. And yeah, get involved. Any of the kind of things, you know, like and share and all that kind of jazz. Uh, give us a rate and review. Leave leave an old comment on five stars as well on the iTunes. That's yeah. very helpful to us. And also on Spotify, uh, you can leave a star rating now as well, which is very, very helpful as well. Helps people see it. It kind of pushes it up so it's more visible to other people. And listen, it's a free podcast. All we really want is your attention and your love. Just yeah. give us give us an old... Yeah. Push us out there further into the ether. Adore us, lads. Like. Adore us. <laughs> uh, I've got an Amazon stand-up special. It's called Do You Know What I Mean. It's uh, it's uh, free to stream if you've got Amazon Prime. And uh, and that's pretty much it. Ooh, Ballycotton Comedy Festival is coming up very soon. Uh, that's going to be on the... It's like the last weekend of September, first weekend of October. Uh, loads of great acts there, including Blind Boy. So I've got one person from my uh, night out. There we go. I've got one. Okay. I've got one already. Yes. Um, and uh, let me see what else. Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm in the last lounge this weekend coming up um, the laugh lounge for two nights it's Friday and Saturday night and uh, loads of more gigs coming up I have a 2023 tour as well that's going on, on sale the Opera House is now on February the 17th of 2023 tickets are on sale there as well you can go to the Opera House website and get your tickets there that's been it this has been episode 25 Five. oh we're at a quarter century what's yeah. this silver anniversary or fucking what, are they, what do they call it I don't know we should make up our own yeah Carpet uh, anniversary. Shit. The 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 awesome staff. Awesome staff. The line of coke episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, f- f- as always and forever, you're all our favourites. Uh, thank you very much. Peace out, Westlife. Good luck. Boom. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I can see you panicking. You, you do, you're going to drop Ryan Toverty, aren't you? I'm not going to drop you're Toverty. You're going to drop Ryan No, Toverty. I'm not. I'm not. You know I know what? you are. No. And I'm not trading you no. for anyone. And people can, can even go, oh, what would you have Toverty there for? Like, do you know what I mean? He's paid 9 million a year by the fucking state broadcaster and they don't need to fucking get rid of ads or whatever. Why fucking